What is happening, everyone? Welcome to Harmonic Whiskey Tales, part of our little Formula One special episodes. Um, this weekend, it's in uh, Monza in Italy, Italian Grand Prix. Um, so qualifying, it was uh, it was quite an interesting one. Um, in the F Formula Three race, well, in the qualifying, which happened. I think it was a day before they uh, the teams were all messing about trying to get a tow from each other because because it's such a like a high speed circuit they um, yeah they want to get the tow off the person in front but no one wants to be that person out front because um, you end up you know basically losing out against everyone um, and they actually cancelled the uh, qualifying session because the F three teams were just fucking about too much. Um, so, uh, they were hoping this didn't happen in the F1 qualifying, but it did, uh, not in the first two qualifying sessions, but in the third one it did, but we'll, we'll come back to that. It was quite a calamitous turn of events in the end. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. So yeah, P1 was, uh, Charles Leclerc, uh, Lewis Hamilton P2, just behind him, only just behind him, it was fucking close. P3, Bottas, uh, Vettel P4. Ricardo P5 for Renault, uh, Hülkenberg for uh, P6 also for Renault, so really great results for them. Um, Carlos Sainz P7 for McLaren, Alexander Albon for Red Bull, he didn't actually get a time in. Lance Stroll 9th, Kimi Raikkonen 10th, uh, Raikkonen crashed, uh, so he didn't get time in either. And he caused a red flag to come out, and uh, so everyone kind of threw the qualifying up into... A bit of chaos, but it um it went further into chaos after that. Um, let's just scroll through the rest of the lineup. Giovinazzi for Alfa Romeo P11, Magnussen P12, Kvyat P13 for Toro Rosso, Norris P14 for McLaren. He's taking an engine penalty, so he'll actually start from the back of the grid. Uh, Gasly 15th for Toro Rosso, Grosjean 16th for Haas, Perez for Racing Point 17th. He had an engine problem, um, so he's probably going to start from the back as well, but he only managed to get through the first qualifying session Then his engine. Something with his engine or gearbox or something happened, so yeah, that threw that off. And then got Russell and Kubica, P18th and 19th, and then Verstappen. Uh, he didn't get a run in, actually. He went out in the first qualifying session and had an engine issue, and um, he's starting from the back anyway, so it wasn't a big issue for him. Um, so yeah, that was that's the standing. So yeah, the first two qualifying sessions went pretty much to plan. A few little things happened here and there where they had to stop the session to clear some gravel off the road and stuff like that. But pretty much as went as you expected. George Russell for Williams put in another good time. You know, second and a half quicker than Kubica, uh, and you know it was pretty close to the cars in front. So I mean. I don't know if that's the car's improving, but he's always just getting the maximum out of that car, and it's it's very impressive. So he needs to be for driving for a better team. It's just such a shame he isn't. Um, there's no other teams for him, so it's just he's got to just grin and bear it for another year, I think, and just try and make the most of it. So, so yeah. Anyway, um, so what? Yeah, when we got into Q3, that's when it all started getting a bit spicy and interesting, and. Um, the f- the first run went along, and the, the, I think everyone up to about uh, let's see, I think everyone down to 
seventh got in a time, but then um, Kimi Raikkonen went off on the last corner and uh, caused a red flag to come out, which basically stops the session. Um, and so it was only the people that had managed to cross the line who were doing their lap, as in the, the finish line, who got their time. And so everyone behind them, so from Albon, Stroll, uh, Raikkonen, and uh, I think Carlos Sainz just managed to get through. Yeah, so a few of them didn't actually get their time in. Bottas almost didn't as well. Uh, but he kind of didn't initially. Then he got, he got class that he kind of had got far enough along before the red flag came out. And so they gave him the time, um, which was lucky because then when everyone, so everyone came in and there was a red flag and then they had to clear Reichen's car out, fix the barrier and stuff. So it's about a 20 minute delay. And then... There was about six minutes to go in the session, but no one came out and they just waited and waited and waited because no one wanted to be that first person going out and affecting, effectively being the lead train in this kind of slipstream effect that everyone wanted because it's, it's worth about half a second a lap if you can get the slipstream right. So everyone was trying to do that and pair up and do it and it just completely backfired because everyone came out too late and then drove really slowly. Hulkenberg was, ended up being the first person out, but then went straight on at the first corner and around these little barriers to try and let someone else overtake him. But that kind of didn't happen and they all backed up, drove really slowly. And then none of them had time to get lapping. In the end, science for McLaren realised he wasn't going to make it and just floored it and managed and was the only person. He was the first person across the line and with about two seconds to go and no one else made it. So all the all the other nine cars didn't get a lap in because they didn't get across the finish line before the session ended. It was a complete fuck up. It was ridiculous. I, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, if it was me and I had a team and I had two cars in the top ten, I wouldn't give a fuck about anyone else. I'd make sure in that ten minute time for the qualifying session, I would get in a. I'd send both cars out and go right. The first guy, you're going to be the toe for the guy behind. You're going to get a quick lap in, and then we'll bring you straight in, swap tires, refuel, straight back out again, and then you're going to swap positions. The guy in front, the guy who was in front before, will go be the guy behind. You'll get the toe, and we'll get both cars with a toe. We'll control it ourselves, and there you go. And we'll just forget about what everyone else is doing. Because, um, I mean, track evolution and stuff, I don't think it was playing such an important part, and the weather was pretty consistent throughout, so I don't think that would have been a big issue. Um, and then that way they'd have got in, you know, two times, and they could have, um, Mercedes could have been P1 and 2 if they'd done that. So it was just a complete idiotic way to fucking do it considering ferrari mercedes renault um well it's just ferrari's mercedes and renault all have the ability to do that and pair up and just and just get that done and just basically give themselves one lap each essentially as a fast lap and sacrifice one lap for for your teammate but none of them did it and it was a bit of a fuck up so it was the first laps that counted and so that was leclerc with a 119.3 uh, 307 and Hamilton was a 119.346 so and uh, Bottas was a 119.354 so it was super fucking close um, I mean there was less than half a second in the top six pretty much so that was pretty impressive so Renault finding really good pace I mean they've got a really low downforce pack on it and the car seems to perform well under that so they're they're doing well probably looking good for the race uh mercedes looking good for the race as well but i think ferrari with their straight line speed are looking good but it seems like mercedes have managed to figure out a way to get the car pretty slippery and 
um, get their top speed up a little bit, but they're still losing about six or seven Ks on the straights, like kilometers an hour that Ferrari kind of have on them. So yeah, the race is going to be interesting. Um, I still sort of in the back of my mind fancy Hamilton for it, but you'd think it's going to be Ferrari unless they fuck it up, unless Leclerc kind of makes a mistake or the strategy goes wrong. But the fact that you've got Hamilton and Bottas together, P2 and 3, um, Vettel needs a good start to try and get ahead of at least one of them. Um, but then you've got to think Renault, Renault are in with a shout of a podium if they drive well, because, you know, the other the top four could trip over each other or, you know, who knows what's going to happen. So if they can maintain pace and get up there and figure that out, then that's going to be great. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. Now, I was going to see if um, anyone got penalised for what happened in that qualifying session, because essentially what Hulkenberg did is he shouldn't he wasn't really allowed to do what he did by going straight on at this at one of the corners and going around these kind of barriers to slow you down he did it deliberately to try and get someone ahead of him which you're not really allowed to do so it doesn't seem like anyone's um yeah nothing's really happened on it, it we kind of thought everyone was going to get penalized or you know for just fucking up qualifying but um excuse me but it's um it seems like everyone got away with it I'd have thought something would have come out by now if they were going to, unless they announce it before the race, but you'd have thought they'd have um, mentioned that by now. Hang on, tea break. Ah, delicious. So, yeah, um, pretty interesting qualifying sessions, apart from, I mean, it's worth watching just for the calamitous end, really, because it was building up to be really exciting, and they just all fucked it up. I mean, you know, multi-millions of dollars worth of stuff going on, and then they fuck it all up at that stage. It's just, it seems ridiculous, but... Um, yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, we think, um, I mean, Ferrari are looking pretty good, but it just Mercedes just seem, I don't know, they, they got a quick car for the race. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, anyway, I'm waffling a bit. There's not much more to really talk about really, because it, it was a bit calamitous at the end and stuff. And, um, I just, I don't know. I mean, there is um, a few little things. Pirelli have unveiled their 18-inch tyres um, at Monza. So the wheels, essentially the tyres' overall diameter is probably about the same, but the wheels are bigger and the tyres are thinner um, because it plays a bit more relevance to actual road tyres, which is why Pirelli wanted to do this. Um, it looks pretty cool, actually with the bigger rims, like it's still the same style of rim. Um, and you wonder if that's going to affect the weight of the tyre. I, I don't know, but that looks pretty cool. So there's a little video on formula1.com if you want to check that out. Um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. They've been testing it on the F2 cars. So, yeah, that's quite cool. Um, and that's kind of about it. Let's just see if we've got any... Um, Let's see, Leclerc, what does he say? He says it, it's unbelievable to get get the pole here. Um, he said already on Wednesday in Milan was incredible because they had, a, they had a day there, Ferrari day in Milan, which was supposed to be pretty cool. Um, and today to see so many people feels absolutely amazing. Happy with the pole, but in the end there was a big mess. I hoped for a last lap, but in the end it was enough for pole. Uh, almost laughable scenes at the end were 
precipitated by the fact that a slipstream where one car gains an advantage by closely following another and Monza, it can be worth about 0.3 seconds a lap. It's actually worth more, a bit more than that. Um, so... Hamilton, what does he say? I have, a, uh, I have to be grateful that I'm on the front row. Um, we have a fight with the Ferraris tomorrow. We split them and it's a nice position to be in. We can give them a good fight. It's a bit of an anti-climax at the end, but it's crazy with this system we have now that they basically timed us out. <laughs> yeah. uh, the outlap is dangerous. You don't know who's slowing down and who's alongside you. It's risky business, but it's enjoyable at the same time. Things have been warned that drivers can face penalties. But yeah, it doesn't seem like anything's happened though. So... Um, yeah, I don't know. No one else. I haven't really got any other quotes, but um, Raikkonen's okay after his crash. So, um, yeah, there was a mad crash in Formula 3, actually, which is worth watching. The guy's okay, but he's got a fractured vertebra, but it's nothing serious. But literally, he went wide at the last corner, and there's this sort of little bollard thing to try and stop drivers taking a wider line and kind of cheating the, the, the racing line. And he went over it and the car just took off like 30 foot in the air, barrel rolled, landed upside down on the fencing and tyres. But luckily, because of the safety of those cars, he, he was okay. But he's, yeah, he's taken, yeah, he's obviously got a bit of an injury. So he should be back all right though, uh, soonish. But he's got to have a bit of recovery time on that. But um, it could have been a lot worse. And actually, he's the... Marshals were lucky to not get injured because there was like four or five of them right there when it happened. So they went to like jump out of the way and stuff. So yeah, very lucky, very lucky. Um, so yeah, that, I guess that's it. Um, not much more to talk about. The race should be quite a good one, I think, with Renault looking fast, Red Bull looking quick. Um, Albon's obviously up there in that top 10, so he's going to be a threat to finish high up. And then the Mercedes and the Ferraris. I think the Ferraris have a slight edge on pace um, in the uh, st- on the straights, but the, the, McLaren, the McLarens, the Mercedes, have got the, the pace advantage in some of the quicker corners. So it's going to be interesting to see. DRS won't have... That's when the, the rear wing opens up and it lets them get a bit faster on the straights. That's not going to have as, as much of an effect because all the cars have such low downforce anyway. So you might see it's difficult for the Mercedes to actually get past the Ferraris unless they get a really good run at them. So it, it's probably going to be moves like under the brakes that might make the big difference here. So like into turn one or something maybe. Um, so, or into the Lesbos corners. So yeah, it's going to be interesting, interesting race. So yeah, um, I'll be back. Uh, I probably won't, yeah, I probably won't watch it live. It's going to be too late. I, I normally what I've been doing, I've been watching a bit of it and then waking up in the morning and watching it from where I finished off and then trying to get that done before I go to work so that I can then come back and do the uh, post uh, race podcast um, Monday evening. So yeah, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow around this sort of time with the summary. Um, so yeah it's going to be a good race it'd be kind of cool to see Ferrari win there because I've not won there in a few years and when Ferrari win at Monza it is just mental so um, and it would be nice to see Leclerc or I'd like to see Vettel win actually I'm not sure if he's going to be able to but it'd be nice to see him win and kind of assert his position at the team back again you know so because um, Leclerc's just taking the momentum away at the moment and he's just um, really pushing forward with it. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. So, yeah, cheers for tuning in, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. And, um, yeah, yeah, enjoy the race. Cheers. Bye.